and welcome to another teaching by 119 Ministries. Our ministry teaches that the whole Bible is true and applicable for our lives today. If you would like to know more about what we believe and teach, please visit us at testeverything.net. We hope that you enjoy studying and testing the following teaching. Oftentimes, critics of the Bible attempt to discredit the scriptures, alleging that it is morally inconsistent because it encourages cruelty to animals. More specifically, these arguments are directed at the Levitical sacrificial system that God established in the Torah. They attempt to paint God as a bloodthirsty and evil being, and his sacrificial system as an archaic and uncivilized system that gratuitously killed millions of domesticated animals to satisfy outdated cultural superstitions. Is God bloodthirsty and cruel? Or does he actually care about the well-being of all animals, even during their death? Let's examine the scriptures. Deuteronomy 25, verse 4. Do not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain. It is kindness to animals to allow them to eat while they are working. How cruel would it be for an animal to be working with food while hungry? and not be permitted to eat. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 10. The righteous care for the needs of their animals, but the kindest acts of the wicked are cruel. This passage connects righteousness with the caring for the needs of a domestic animal and wickedness with abuse. So in other words, how someone treats an animal could be indicative of how he will treat others. Because God is righteous, Psalm 145.17. He also cares for the needs of animals. This kindness is reflected in his eternal law. Exodus 20 verse 10. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to Yahweh your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant, or your livestock, or the sojourner who is within your gates. Here we see that Yahweh requires the owners of domesticated working-class animals to give them a full 24-hour period of rest, Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. This is something we don't even see all secular employers do, as millions of people are required to work overtime on weekends during peak business seasons. In terms of workload, God shows more kindness to an ox or horse than most employers show to their staff. That speaks volumes. For more on this Sabbath, please see our teaching, The Sabbath Day. The Sabbath is one of our most important commandments in the entirety of Scripture. There were strict consequences for breaking it. Yet saving the life of a domestic animal is considered more important than actual Sabbath rest. Matthew chapter 12. He said to them, Which one of you who has a sheep, if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, 
will not take hold of it and lift it out. How much more valuable is a man than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Here we see that Yeshua regards the life of a beast as being more important than the physical commandment to rest. Christ attributes the safety and protection of an animal to doing good, which of course is lawful on the Sabbath. Thus, life and mercy is always a weightier, more important matter than our weekly requirement to rest. For more on weightier matters, please watch our teaching, Weightier Matters. Amazingly, God's kindness is even demonstrated through the Levitical sacrifices. Historical slaughtering methods for the sacrificial system proves divine knowledge and mercy. Leviticus 17, verse 11. For the life of a creature is in the blood, and I have given it to you to make atonement for yourselves on the altar. It is the blood that makes atonement for one's life. The life of a creature is in the blood. An animal dies as soon as its brain stops receiving blood. Thus, if you can sever the blood flow from the brain, then the creature would die, passing out from the lack of blood into its head. The Levites literally applied the understanding that life is in the blood, as well as the spirit of God's kindness to animals embedded in the Torah by creating a process that virtually eliminated any pain or suffering in the sacrificial process. Leviticus 11 defines the difference between clean and unclean animals. Only clean animals, for example, goats, sheep, oxen, were sacrificed and eaten for the temple sacrifices. Most unclean animals have two arteries connecting to the brain, the carotid artery located at the bottom of their neck and the vertebral at the top of their neck. Thus, if their throat was slit in the traditional method, they would suffer a painful death for a prolonged period of time because the brain would still be receiving blood from the vertebral artery. Interestingly, clean animals that are sacrificed for the sin and worship offerings, when their throat is slit, almost immediately pass out from lack of blood to the brain, resulting in a quick and nearly painless death because the blood from the vertebral artery joins with the carotid artery before it reaches the brain. If you would like to consider additional study on this, we would recommend these resources. Isaiah 55 verse 9, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Modern science reveals that God's ways are truly higher than man's ways. In ancient Israel, domesticated animals were highly valued and then given the most painless death imaginable. Furthermore, the people of Israel gave their best to God. Nothing was put to waste. The meat provided nourishment for the Levites, and their skins would have been used for clothing and other materials, as we see demonstrated in Genesis chapter 3, verse 21. And Yahweh God made for Adam and his wife garments of skins and clothed them. Ever since the garden, God has desired to meet the needs of his children. But he also desires to meet the needs of the most insignificant of creatures. Matthew 6, look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. God created a world where the needs of every creature would be met. The suffering that takes place in the world has been caused by men, not God, and is a direct consequence of sin. Our loving Creator made a world where all creatures would live in perfect harmony, something we see restored in the coming kingdom. Isaiah 11, speaking of the future kingdom. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, 
and the calf and the lion and the fattened calf together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. In conclusion, we see that God's word places great stress on the proper treatment of animals. In many cases, they are afforded some of the same sensitivities as humans. The biblical standard for the well-being of animals is much higher than today's secular standards. All over the world, we see millions of animals abused and raised in poor or restrictive living conditions, suffering tremendously at the hands of mankind. We hope that this teaching has blessed you. And remember, continue to test everything. Shalom. It is because of you, our generous supporters, who make it possible to offer these high-quality teachings completely free of charge. If you feel led to support 119 Ministries so that we can continue this effort, please visit testeverything.net and click on the Support 119 tab. Learn how you can partner with us to take the whole Word of God to the nations.